One day, close to Christmas Eve, I was really late from work. There was me, literally, running like crazy down the streets to catch the train. Thank God I made it. So, when finally I got into it, struggling to catch my breath, I started looking for a chair by the window. Yeah, that's stupid because as the 90% of the population that is lucky enough to have an internet connection and a cell phone, I used to spend my time without looking out of that window. Anyway, but first I have to confess, it is very difficult for me to be attracted to another person. Weird, huh? Because according to the movies, everything is easier. You just gotta be in the right place in the right time and suddenly, from nowhere, your soulmate is going to show up and make you happy and compliment you like a Christmas miracle. Well, not for me. And please tell me I'm not the only one. But I think that subject could be for another podcast. And hey, I'm really happy with my single status, but you know, let's move on. So, as I said, it's not easy for me to develop feelings for another person, but when it happens, it's pretty intense. Let's go back to the story, okay? So, right there in front of my eyes, it was this very handsome guy. Exactly how I like. Elegant, clean, and with this nerdy boy look. Because, oh yeah, I love nerdy things. He was also reading a book on his Kindle, and he was wearing headphones. Basically, like the 99% of the population who are lucky enough to have an internet connection and a cell phone, he hasn't looking out the window. So yeah, I did what I have to do. Keep walking and keep looking for my seat. Just kidding. Of course I had a seat next to him. So, I spent the next 15 minutes waiting for this guy to look at me. Seriously. The whole time. But nothing happened. And I was nervous. It's ridiculous, right? But I was. So, to do something with my time, my brain started to play this game imagining things about him. What kind of music do you think he's listening to? Do you think he's smart? Gosh, I hope so. No ring in his fingers, so at least there is a tiny little hope for us. Right? Yeah, that's what I thought and I know that sounds really crazy, but anyway, again, as I said, there was nothing. No eye contact, nothing. Suddenly, my final station was there. I had to go. One final look, but this guy never noticed me, ever. If you're thinking that I'm going to say that we are a slave of the technology and we have to disconnect for our devices and talk more with people and more blah blah blah, well, let me tell you something. I'm not a hater of technology. Actually, I love it. So, this is not the message of this, no. 
If you think about it, we cannot blame this guy. In this world of extreme consumerism, there's no time for anything else but work. So maybe, maybe, those minutes in the train going to his job was the only ones he had during his day for himself to do what he likes. So, honestly, he isn't interested in anything else. I was the interested in him, so I was the one who had the duty to make the first move. Just in case, you haven't noticed yet, I'm coming from Latin America, more exactly, I'm Colombian. And you may be thinking, eh, yeah, so what? Well, let me finish, I promise you, this has sense. So, in my country, it's not good for a woman to make the first move. Basically, if you do it, you are a whore. First move is for men. They can do whatever they want, but not you, because, well, you're a lady. Of course, I'm not talking about everybody, but you understand what I mean. It's the culture, and for be honest with you, I don't like that. I think, in some way, I'm a rebel. I always try to not follow the social rules when those rules have no sense, but, well, there was me, unable to say hello because deep inside me I was listening this little voice telling me that I cannot do anything because, well, yeah, I'm a lady. At the end, I stepped out the train and I didn't do anything. Sometimes I think about that. <laughs> Don't take me wrong, it is what it is, I'm not obsessive with that. It's just sometimes I wonder myself how much times we let opportunities go just because that's what society says, just because that's how it's supposed to be. A while time ago, I read somewhere one article about this book called Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. More or less, it talked about what people regret the most when they realize they have a terminal disease and everything was about that thing they didn't do or they didn't say because they were too scared. Things like not having expressed your feelings to that special someone not saying sorry to a beloved friend or a member of your family, not having done that call, not having eaten that food. So yeah, I could make the first move. Isn't that hard, you know? I could say a stupid excuse like, hey, I'm sorry to disturb you, but I want to buy a Kindle by my own and I don't know which one is good for me. Which one do you have? Can you help me up to the side? Or something like, Oh, I love to read too. What do you read now? See, easy. Questions and answers. You know, classic human contact. And for the record, 
I already got my own Kindle, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so if you are like me with this overthinking problem, or you are too shy, and trust me, it's not the same. And if you dare to make the first move, there's two possibilities. Actually, three. One, you're going to have a great conversation. If the other person is nice, it's going to help you and answer all your questions and why not? Maybe you're going to get a phone number. Exciting, huh? Trust me, that can happen. Chemistry exists. Who knows? If you dare, in the future, you're going to get a good friend or maybe more. Now, possibility two. That person is going to answer everything, but that's it. What can I say? We are humans, so maybe that person is not in the mood to talk with anyone, maybe it's too shy, or maybe just want to continue doing their own business. It's okay, at least you tried. And the last possibility, that person is an asshole and is going to give you a bad look and ignore you. So, if that happens to you, hey, don't take it personal, remember, you are a stranger. And for some people, that wall is difficult to break. You know, there's nice people like you, I hope. And there's some people like Jeffrey Dahmer or Ted Bundy, so take it easy. Anyway, what I'm trying to say in here is, make yourself a Christmas gift and just do it. And this is not a Nike sponsor, I wish. But I swear to God, it's not. Just don't overthink and do it. Make that call, say hello, buy that thing you wanted so bad and actually you can afford. Say I'm sorry, make the first move. Don't wait for the fall of your life to have regrets. Otherwise, your eternal question is going to be, what if? The problem with that question is, that's the only question that you will never have an answer, ever. So, just do it, but please with responsibility. For example, if you have to stop in the rent to get the latest iPhone, are you kidding me? Don't do it, there's priorities. But if you can do something to improve your life without hurting yourself or people around you, why not? This is a real story, you know? The one about a possible love story for Christmas, it couldn't be. So, if you are thinking to do something, think no more and do it. Otherwise, you're going to end talking to yourself and making a podcast thinking about it. <laughs> In my case, literally, that train is gone.